November 11th, the worldwide MMA leader will make its annual visit to the Empire State. Where the iconic Madison Square Garden Arena is set to write another chapter in its rich history of massive combat sports events. Madison Square Garden, the arena in which every fighter hopes to one day get the chance to shine. Nothing like a New York fight night. Because UFC 295 is topped by some of the mightiest men on the planet. The scariest humans wearing four-ounce gloves are about to put it all on the line. The headliner will be a title bout for the vacant light heavyweight belt between former King Yuri Prohaska. Amanda studies martial arts, lives and breathes the sport. Prohaska is so unusual, but this man is dangerous. Spinning elbow! a very difficult guy to prepare for. Who bets 25 career knockouts and 11 consecutive finishes. Oh, this man does he love fight night. It's under the deck. That's it. There is a new light heavyweight champion. I can't wait to see this absolute wild man go to work. Against the powerful Poeton. He is without a doubt one of the most terrifying fighters to ever fight in MMA. Alex Pereira. Pereira is one of the best strikers on earth. A former kickboxing KO machine. Turned UFC middleweight champion. Oh, there's that left hook. Adesanya's on wobbly legs. Oh my God! Down goes the champion and new Alex Pereira, the undisputed middleweight champion. Now testing his medal at 205 pounds. He goes up to 205 and he beats up Jan Bohoven. What we have is a new contender in the light heavyweight division that's incredibly compelling. This is going to be a tremendous fight. Both men recognize the danger that each one possesses. It's a wild encounter. And until they lock that octagon door shut, who knows? The co-main event will crown an interim heavyweight champion. As Russian Sergei Pavlovich rides a run of six straight first round knockouts. Pavlovich hits like a monster! Oh! How about it, Sergei Pavlovich? That's Man. crisp, precise boxing. Sergei oh! Pavlovich! In short order, knocks out the black piece! Wow! Into a bout with the UK's Tom Aspinall. Tom Aspinall is very quick for a heavyweight, and he gets quick finishes. Oh, nice elbow. Oh! And there it is! It's a fairy tale return for Tom Aspinall! A fellow finisher was never fought to a decision. Oh! There it is, look at that, it's over. That is gonna do it! Over. Wow! Still all the rage! We're looking at a potential champion, 100%. He's the complete package. The top of the heavyweight pitcher is electric right now. We're gonna get two monsters slanging and banging, and somebody is gonna go to sleep. This is a magic fight for MMA fans. But before these giants of combat touch down in the Big Apple, First. With the title vacant, this is an amazing high consequence fight. Get ready. What a matchup. The two fights, the co-main and the main, are two of the most spectacular matchups of the year. It is a big fight field in New York City, baby. For UFC 295. Countdown.
UFC 295's main event will crown a new light heavyweight champion and feature the return of the Czech Republic's greatest fighter. For former King Yuri Prohaska, a chance to reclaim the belt he once held will cap off a tumultuous journey that began on the outskirts of Brno. Jirka, Jirka bylo číslo. Vím, že se práva prál. Tak to bylo pro mě hodně těžký, že chce být tím vysněným bojovníkem. A že je pro mě opravdu tak jako jaký byl Raubíř neskročitelný, tak je pro mě velkým vzorem. Prostě si šel za svým. of Bushido is about be honest to yourself. Loyalty. Courage. Keep the calm mind. It's important to follow your inspiration, your highest you. fought in Japan, where I become the champion. But every fighter have a dream about UFC to be the champion. Definitely an intriguing injection of new talent into this light heavyweight division in Prohaska. So when I get to the UFC, I want to take over. I want to be the champion. Oh, beautiful jab. Look at that. He eats one. This man's crazy, but I love it. Oh, window here for Prohaska. Oh, there it is! Yuri Prohaska! Welcome to the big show! The Czech Republic's on the map. And now he's on a mission to possibly call himself the best fighter in the world. Look How at this. this! This man is a throwback. This man is a relic. But this man is dangerous. Make no mistake. Spinning elbow! Wow! 12-fight winning streak. 25 knockouts. Wow! UFC gold will hang in the balance the next time we see this guy in the octagon. Yuri Prohaska has arrived at his first UFC championship opportunity. One man over to share it, lays claim to having the best MMA jiu-jitsu in the world. The other has won 12 straight, the last 10 by knockout. Something's got to give as we decide the UFC light heavyweight championship. Big single there by Glover. So Teixeira with a takedown about a minute in with relative ease. Now what does Yuri have off his back? It's going to be interesting to see. Now he's alive and he's full of confidence. I mean the impact, you can hear it. Najdi sobě teď konto rychlost. Jo, tohle musí vyhrát. Rozbij ho. Musíme ho rozbít. Rozbombardovat. Fifth and final round. Standing ovation in Singapore. I mean, I love this fight. I came to the UFC to shine. Oh my goodness! The chin on Yuri Prohaska is ridiculous. And be the champion. And Prohaska, of course, with all the heart to go with the skill set. Passes to side control, does Yuri. Oh! It's out! He's got it! 
I was happy when I brought the title to Czech Republic. That return to my country, that was a big noise. To share this energy with the people, it was a pleasure. Prohaska's crowning achievement would be followed by an immediate rematch with Glover Teixeira. Set for the final pay-per-view of 2022. But just as soon as Prohaska arrived to Las Vegas, an injury in training would force him out of the fight. Really unfortunate news that Yuri Prohaska is suffering a very severe shoulder injury. And send the light heavyweight title picture into a calendar year of disarray. Yuri Prohaska has vacated the belt so that the division can keep moving along. I canceled that fight. Sorry to Glover. That's life. The UFC did offer Glover Teixeira the title fight against Magomed Ankalaev. Glover Teixeira declined. Ankalaev versus Jan Blachowicz is the new main event. This contest is declared a split draw. There was supposed to be a champion that night. Shockingly, it goes for draw. There was no champion. The title's still vacant. What do you do now? You do Glover versus Jamal Hill for the vacant title. Jamal Hill defeated a former world champion in his hometown in one of the most dominant light heavyweight fights in UFC history. And now Jamal Hill is the champion of the world. Jamal Hill has torn his Achilles. He is going to be out indefinitely, so he has vacated the title. Light heavyweight has no champion. Who should be next then? A Prohaska is now recovered and ready to fight for the belt again. Against a fierce former kickboxer. Gunning for the same prize. Vida chegando, vida chegando, vida naquela pressão. E aquela pressão, pressão bruta. Vai, é, sexto, um staff, é. No kickboxing, eu fui campeão na categoria peso médio. Fui campeão também na meio pesado. Aí o upper, a direita na sequência. Já tinha um sonho, eu quis migrar e 100% pro MMA. One of the baddest men on this or any planet enter the former Glory 2 Division champion Alex Pereira. He's so big for the weight class and he's so dense. Any mistake has grave consequences. Oh! Alex Pereira! That's what I'm talking about. How good is that? Wow! Brazilian Alex Pereira. You can't stand in front of that man. Oh! Would earn a UFC middleweight title shot in short order. Herrera! Given his history in kickboxing, 
but then champion Israel Adesanya. Alex Pineda, who despite the fact that he's only 3-0 in the UFC, has two head-to-head kickboxing wins against Adesanya. If there's a guy that will chase out a guy that's beaten him twice, it's Israel Adesanya. When I lutei with Adesanya, I was a challenging eu sabia, né, o que fazer. E foi o que eu fiz. No ele no quinto round. Although Pereira now is the undisputed UFC middleweight champion, what is also undisputed, the last style bender's undeniable conviction that in this historic series, tonight will finally be his moment. All right, you ready, sir? You ready, sir? Let's go, gentlemen. While Pereira sees the 185-pound title in just his eighth pro fight. Oh, Pereira land on the left. Now Pereira stalking here late in the round. Oh, that one hurt him. That one hurt him. The belt would just as quickly slip away. Oh! Counter right from Adesanya! Israel Adesanya! Warranting the need for a change. Atenção. Aí você vai buscando mais longe que você conseguir, tá? Vai! Boa! Vai! Muito bom! Vai! Isso! Vai! Com certeza a gente aprende Vai. algo, né? Não só com as vitórias, Vai. né? Mas com a derrota. Aê! Respira. Subiu, acelera. Perfeito. Eu decidi subir de peso, não só porque eu perdi, mas antes. Boa. Aí foi. Perfeito. É isso aí. As últimas duas lutas eu já falei. Tá difícil assim bater esse peso agora. Tô muito bem nas categorias. Me senti muito bem. Deu. Muito bom. Vai respirar. Live inside the Delta Center here in Salt Lake City, Utah. This is UFC 291. Here is the former UFC middleweight champion, former simultaneous two-division glory, kickboxing champion, Alex Pereira, moving up to 205 pounds tonight. And I'm very excited to see him where he's not depleting himself to make 185. Pereira's move up to 205 pounds. But see him face former champion Jan Blachowicz. A surefire light heavyweight title eliminator. A stiff test for Poetan's first foray into a division of giants. I think Jan has to test him early. Impose his grappling. Early shot. Right away. Phenomenal job by Pajera. And there's that low kick. It comes so sneaky. I mean, the egg on the leg of Bohovic is crazy. Oh, huge welts on that lead leg of Bohovic. Bohovic looks tired, man. Exhausted. Boatan would appear to be the fresher fighter here late. And perhaps that speaks to him not cutting weight, right? Yep. Oh, he stung him with that one. Eu vi que tava muito bom, tava muito forte, resistente. Oh, Bohovic got caught on the way in. From Pereira now to the body. Big power. Oh, oh, oh. Bom, eu tenho um plano. O foco agora é o cinturão. Vou disputar o cinturão. Quero ser campeão. And we'll see who the 
Judges prefer to Lex Pereira and Jan Bohovic go the full 15 minutes here at altitude in Salt Lake City. The successful light heavyweight debut of former UFC middleweight king Alex Pereira set the stage for his shot at the vacant 205-pound bout. This guy is a very scary contender in the light heavyweight division, and he's going to make for a very interesting title fight. In a main event bout on November 11th against former champion Yuri Prohaska. Good morning. Yeah, please. Who returns to competition for the first time since injuring his shoulder nearly one year ago. would like to talk a little bit about your recovery phase and ultimate goal is return all your body functions to normality and prevent all possible negative consequences from training. Last year, I injured my shoulder. I ripped four muscles. It took four months to be in normal training process. We did with you three tests, and all those three tests were around your energy systems. Your effort is amazing. Your mental capacity to like really push yourself hard is amazing. I spent the month in UFC PI to work on my rehabilitation. Your test on the bike, we did the same test on the bike in 2020 versus 2023. In terms of how you take oxygen from air, how you distribute this oxygen to your muscles, everything pretty much the same. And that helped me a lot. Your neck, remember your neck test. You are above the average for three different weight classes. And this is measuring the amount of force you produce compared to your body weight. It's actually quite good, to be honest, Yuri. You're post-surgery, and a lot of your numbers are actually really quite good. It gives us a clearer understanding of what you need for your program to make you the best. Following the early stages of rehabilitation at the UFC Performance Institute in Las Vegas, Prohaska would continue the comeback at home with revised methods guided by strength coach, Philip Lucas. After surgery, the body forgets all the movement and the strength in the area around the shoulder is non-existent. So you have to start again by building the movement patterns, by slowly building the strength. Adding layer after layer to improve everything all over again. I wanted to take time to get 100, 200% strength in my body, shoulder, everything. Check the maximum power. And right now, I'm ready to do what I was born for. Perfect. Alex, you should be worried about all my abilities. Doesn't matter how, I will win. Get it. 
Perfect. Across the Atlantic, Prohaska's November 11th opponent continues training camp in his adopted home. Where former middleweight king Alex Pereira reflects on the journey that brought him to the doorstep of his second UFC world title. When I started to work in the UFC and I started to have good results, I knew that my life would change. But this thing, I have to drive myself. No, it's not. I bought my house, my new car, so I'm taking the best way. O primeiro encontro foi aqui, né? Tirou uma foto aqui. Primeiro dia que a gente se viu. Depois a gente foi treinar. E, pô, pô a vida tá muito legal. Badass, man. Happy for him. O importante de estar tá treinando muito, assim, como eu tô fazendo, né? E não deixar de se divertir, né? Vou contar as piadas aqui, né, Gogo? Conta aquela lá, Gogo. It's like a Madison Square Garden become a Alex House, you know? The arena that he did the UFC debut. And he won the title there. And And now we're gonna go make a history, another title. bond between Pereira and former light heavyweight champion Glover Teixeira permeates all walks of life. And the pair can often be found giving back to the community. At Teixeira's Connecticut gym. Let's spread out over here, fight stance, guys. Same thing he did the last time for you guys, okay? Same thing, you ready? One, two, punches in the sprawl, one! Essa relação que eu tenho com o Glover é como um de irmão, um cara que gosta de ajudar os outros. Eu venho aprendendo muito com ele. Cheguei, ó, movimentei, ó, ele parou, tem que parar, agora vou atacar. Um, dois, ficou, e eu volto. Alex is coming over here, help out. It's a way to give it back. The kids love it, and he love it. Tá, sentou direto na 5. Vai lá, Lohan, vai você. Falando dos meus filhos, né? E eu tô motivando eles. Você tá aqui, ó. Se o, se o Lohan colocar o gancho ali, ele, pô, ele te leva, entendeu? Aí, ó. Tem que estar tá posturado, bicho. Ser pessoa, assim, disciplinada, porque o esporte muda muito a pessoa. Conversão, muita conversão. Parabéns, me faz eu trabalhar mais e querer mais para, lógico, para ter uma vida boa, né, e para tentar ajudar essas pessoas. Chama! Chama! É boa. The motivation to inspire others is paired with the motivation to achieve history at UFC 295. Where Pereira can become just the ninth fighter to win a UFC title in multiple divisions. 
In order to write that chapter, he'll need to get through former champion Yuri Prohaska. We've seen a lot of heavy knockout artists. He is the most impressive to me. He flatlines the best fighters in the world. Todo mundo sabe, né, que eu sou um cara agressivo. Pô, tenho muitos nocautes. Prohaska também é um cara nocauteador. Tudo isso faz com que eu entre mais atento, mais treinado, mais motivado, querendo realmente essa luta. This man is dangerous. He can get the job done everywhere. Yuri Prohaska is for real. I see myself a true UFC champion. Big elbow! I mean, come on, the creativity. He really is just like a samurai warrior. And UFC 295. I will prove that. Yuri Prohaska has done it! 205-pound standouts battle for the vacant crown. It all goes down on November 11th in the Mecca. England's got a rising contender in the heavyweight division. The new wave, the next generation, is Tom Aspinall. He just seems like he's born and bred to be in there. So slick. People say that he moves like a middleweight. He's got tremendous jiu-jitsu, and he's got knockout power in both of his hands. A lot of people think we might be looking at a future UFC heavyweight champion. Kid's real, man. The real deal. I couldn't imagine my life without combat sports. It has been in my life for as long as I can remember. My dad, he used to work in IT, but he retired from that years ago and then started teaching jiu-jitsu full-time. My dad is a former fighter himself. He's always been into martial arts and it's always been around, even on my mum's side. They had fighters, boxers, and even if they weren't fighting professionally, they were all like scrappers and stuff anyway, so it's always been in my life. Tom started to grapple when he was maybe six or seven. When he was about 10 or 11, he started to really enjoy it. And because I was teaching jiu-jitsu, he was a, a mat rat, you know, he was with me every day. He'd done all the particular sports, jiu-jitsu, boxing, wrestling. And then I'd met Colin from Cowbomb, and it just came from there, really. I first met Tom when he was 14, 15. I think his dad would have come maybe second year I opened and was looking to use a bit of mat space, practice a bit of jiu-jitsu with his friends. So we got talking to him, and then within a couple of weeks, it was like, wouldn't mind learning a bit of jiu-jitsu if, if I do, jump in and do a bit of it? And he says, I'll do you the deal then. I'll teach you a little bit of jiu-jitsu if you coach my son. I was lucky enough to get him so young, so I was able to mould him into what I thought I'd like him to look like. From them early days, for me, it was all about getting him fast keeping and moving, getting his angle game up, getting his agile as quick as I could, and, and that's how I've trained him. So now I believe he's probably as fast as a welterweight, so I'll put him against welterweights in here, he can outspeed him, no problem. He can outgas tank him, no problem. So I think it's worth, I think it's paid dividends. Beautiful? Yeah, yeah I, need it. I need it twice as fast though. Yeah. I remember the first time I had to sit down with him, probably when he was 15, I said, what is it you, you, you want to do? And he just said straight away, I want to be in the UFC. 
So I guarantee I'll put you in the UFC if you just keep doing what I'm telling you to do. I think Tom's motivation, maybe in the early days, will have come from being surrounded by people in the UFC. Anyway, I don't know if there's one individual that stood out, I'd say, because at that time we had a lot. When Tom was 14, 15, he'd then already be sparring with someone like Terry Atom, who was in the UFC. I would be on the mat like starstruck and I'd just be like a big young kid trying to get involved. I must have been probably about 16, 17 when I even started like landing any kind of punches on these guys and maybe winning the odd round like here and there in sparring and that's a good feeling. Tom's one of them who's evolved along the way, gone past fight number one, right through, and he's been there right from the early days, right through to Darren Till. And each day he'd use the guy who's in the UFC as his motivation. Not one day did Tom give up, not one day did Tom say, that's it, I'm, I'm not cut out for this, it's too hard. Each day he'd come back, and each day he'd get that little bit better. The way that me, my dad and Colin looked at it when I was fighting amateur was, we'll just take as many hard fights as we can at amateur to get the most experience we can. Christian Bircher taking on Calvin's Tom Aspinall. I'd be very surprised if we don't see a relatively quick finish from this position. And that choke looks very tight to me, Dave. There's yeah. a tap. So I think out of nine fights, I think seven or eight of the people I thought were unbeaten. In my third amateur fight, I fought someone eight and oh with eight knockouts. I really enjoyed the amateur days, actually. I would have had 50 fights if I could. Problem was, with my amateur fights, is I just basically just ran out of people to fight. Turning pro. Same as with the amateur thing, like, I wanted to have as many fights as I possibly could. Aspinall in the white and grey, Ruskak in the black and blue. Yeah, immediately trying to close the distance, but Aspinall easily taking this one to the ground. Aspinall. Putting in the work oh, here, here. big punches from Tom Aspinall. This is going to be it. The referee takes a close look, and it's all over. Aspinall maybe seeing this is a good chance to test his stand-up against the big man. Good combinations. Oh, big shot, and he's out, and it's all over. In England, there wasn't a heavyweight like him. It was about 2015 where opponent after opponent just pulled out. You know, so there aren't many heavyweights around and heavyweights pull out. It was very rough for me with MMA, to be honest. I had a child and then we found out that we were having twins. I wasn't getting no regular fights and people were like, what are you going to do? Like, how are you going to provide for your family? I was training, I was training all the time. I was struggling to get opponents though, and the fights just weren't coming through, and that was probably the toughest time of my whole career. So when two and a half years before Tom could get an opponent, we'd be sitting in venues for an opponent not to turn up. So a lot of people would have thought, okay, fair enough, he's had a good go, he needs to go and earn money, support his family. But he trusted and he believed, because we knew where we wanted to go and how we were going to get there. He was giving up MMA, packing in altogether. And I thought, Tom can make it to the top. So we went through, heartfelt, you've got to do this. Eventually we talked him round and, and then he came back. I was aware that the UFC were looking at me anyway. So that's why I signed with Cage Warriors, because I thought they could give me better opponents who I could give me more time in there before going to the UFC. Oh! 
The same thing happened in Cage Warriors. It's just really hard finding people of that quality to fight. The Cage Warriors were really struggling to get me opponents, and they told me that. And I thought, if Cage Warriors release me, I'm back to square one. So it's either I go to the UFC now, or I'm back to where I was like two years ago. So obviously we went for the UFC, and obviously it was the right move. So I'm, I'm happy with it. It's pretty much been the plan since Tom was able to walk that he would get here to the UFC, Dan. This guy is a devastating individual at this heavyweight division. It doesn't matter if you're on the UFC or you're on an amateur show. It's the same thing, just fighting another guy who's trying to knock you out. Tom, you ready? Jake, you ready? Have fun, gents. There is Tom Aspinall making his UFC debut. Round number one. Oh! oh! That's it! Wow! Don't count for Tom Aspinall in his debut! The close people around me and myself, like, we all had a strong belief that this is what I'm going to do and it's going to work. And without that belief, I would have just, I wouldn't have done it. I'm glad he's doing what he's doing. I wanted my kids to do something that they like doing. That's the only important thing as a father. I'm glad he's an athlete if he wants to be an athlete. Nice clinch here. Beautiful. Yeah, this was a very smart move for Tom to take him down. There he is. Wow. Double quick again. He goes 2-0 and with the UFC. Oh, he connected. Look at this. This could be it. This is it, it's done. There it is, look oh, at that. Man, it's just over. a blitz, it's it goes good. right under the chin. Aspinall's got some fast hands, man. He's really fast. Oh! oh People are covering up on Tom Aspinall still on the rage. Wow. What wow. a moment for the budding heavyweight contender. Wow. Tom Aspinall is the real deal. I am motivated on another level. Like, I've got to kick up the ass more than I've ever had before to go and push myself to the absolute limits because this is my dream and I ain't letting no one take it away from me. Tom Welcome to the world-famous O2 Arena, London, England for UFC Fight Night, Blades versus Aspinall. UFC heavyweight Tom Aspinall burst onto the big stage with five finishes in five UFC fights. Tom Aspinall has acknowledged this is the toughest challenge he could possibly face. He made short work of everyone the UFC has put in front of him, and he has no plans of slowing up. And plan to make it six straight in the London main event against Curtis Blades last summer. Can Curtis Blades slow down the Brit tonight? Until the fight began. Tom said he's going to push the action. Oh, oh, no, oh his no. knee's gone. Wow. His knee's gone. Oh, such a shame. Oh, no. And, of course, we wish Tom Aspinall all the very best on his road back. The process was long. It was very tough. It was very character-building. But since I recovered from the injury, I feel like I'm in a really, really good spot mentally and physically because of what happened. Just one day shy of a full calendar year later, Aspinall would return. One year ago, Tom Aspinall's world fell apart here in the O2 Arena, but the time away has been spent utterly focused on rebuilding himself to serve his dream of becoming a UFC champion. For another London headliner. 
where he put the heavyweight division back on notice. He wanted to return to the scene of the crime, the scene where he suffered that agonizing knee injury. He's come back a bigger, better, stronger version of himself. Here we go, folks. The return of Tom Aspinall against that man on a hot streak, marching to Bora. You want to touch now's the time. God bless. The top of the heavyweight pitcher is electric right now. A lot of fun matchups. Last beat, Tom. One thing we know about Tom Aspinall, he's very quick for a heavyweight. Oh, that knee must be all right. Yeah, I was going to say. I, I think so. Let's test it out. Oh, look at the hands. Tom is on fire. Look how loose he is, dancing around. Good that was front a kick. punishing front kick. Don't let him touch you. Just keep the middle, Tom. Keep the middle. Oh, nice elbow from. Oh, oh, just way more confident. Big shelling. My body's been good. My mind's been in a really good spot. It's a fairy tale return for Tom Aspinall. Unbelievable. I didn't expect it to be like that. I've been ready to fight for a title. He makes quick work of Marcin Tabora, and not many people can do that. I'm telling you, keep an eye on this man because Tom Aspinall is coming. been a really tough year for me. This is a whole new version of me. I'm not going to say that I'm back because I'm different now. I'm just different than what I was last year. My mind's different. My body's different. And I'm going all the way. Tom Aspinall! With the victory in his home nation, Aspinall was one step closer to a heavyweight title shot. And when the division's champion was forced out of a November 11th title defense, an opportunity for Aspinall would materialize. John Jones was training last night, got injured, he was wrestling, and he tore the tendon that connects your pec to the bone, off the bone. Eight months, gonna need surgery, he's out. So, the co-main event now is Pavlovich versus Aspinall for the interim heavyweight championship. An interim title bout in New York City puts Aspinall one step closer to the ultimate prize. But getting through Russia's Sergei Pavlovich is no easy task. Moscow's own Sergei Pavlovich, he is a scary dude when he gets going. That is a big man. Looks like an absolute psychopath. Kill or be killed. Oh. Most of the time he's killing. Pavlovich winding up. Then he put it down. Uppercut and he sits down gold. The power that this man possesses, it's insane. He's been an absolute wrecking machine. Pavlovich raining down the blows, he gets pulled off. It's win number two for the Russian. Insane knockout power, really is quite scary. Oh, he detonates that right hand. This is gonna be it. It's a smash and grab. That's it for Pavlovich here in London. Oh! Early combination for the Russian! Derek Sark! Oh, and another big right hand! Lewis face first! Sergei Pavlovich! Oh! Pavlovich 
hits like a monster. Early knockdown for Pavlovich. Both men recognize the danger. Oh, oh what a monster! That wow. is gonna do it, Sergey Pavlovich. 17 up and one down. Wow. Not only have the past six men Pavlovich has faced failed to defeat him, they could not last one round. Each falling victim to the Russians' hard-charging offense and brute strength. Да, я могу бороться, но все мы понимаем, что всегда зрелищнее, когда крепкие, здоровые парни дерутся и когда происходит нокаут и публике это нравится. Again in the first, the record-breaking Russian does it again. Another first-round knockout for Sergey Pavlovich by TKO. The powerhouse heavyweight from Russia, this journey towards a UFC title began the very moment he first laid eyes on the sport. Мне понравилось, я еще с тех времен сказал, что я э, хочу попасть в UFC. Потом в школе я также, когда оканчивал школу, мы там с ребятами виделись, одноклассниками, я им говорю, посмотрите, время пройдет, и я буду в UFC. Моя мечта с детства – это чтобы пояс UFC был у меня. Поэтому пояс UFC для меня является основной целью номер один. Я ментально, физически, по всем кондициям уже давным-давно созрел к титульному бою. Все спокойно, все планомерно, все ступень за ступенью. The appeals of sunny South Florida are boundless. But for the plethora of mixed martial artists who relocate here from across the globe, the primary attractions are gyms like American Top Team. And it's this state-of-the-art operation which lured UFC heavyweight Sergei Pavlovich. We trained in Moscow and made the decision to come to American Top Team. Мы считаем, что это один из самых лучших клубов в мире. Здесь большое количество тяжеловесов, есть с кем поработать. Ну, до UFC я дрался в российской организации Fight Nights. Там я был чемпионом, выиграл пояс чемпиона Fight Nights, защитил его. Я шел без поражений, первый бой в UFC. Я проиграл, и это одно поражение в моей карьере. После боя с Аверимом мне, скажем так, помогло стать более профессиональным. Я начал больше относиться профессионально к своим, скажем так, подготовкам. Ну, я просто-напросто отдаюсь на тренировках полностью, тренируюсь, пошу. Я думаю, это тяжелый труд. Тяжелый труд всегда оправдывает себя и дает результат. 
сейчас мой основной, скажем так, что мне нужно, это пояс. И не важно, что там и как будет. Like Pavlovich, his UFC 295 opponent, Tom Aspinall, is making adaptations to his surroundings in order to best prepare himself for heavyweight battle. I had a lot of time to think about what I need to change. I think the main difference was I needed to train with guys my size. So we just brought in a lot of heavyweights. Every day now, I train with at least four or five different guys my size or bigger. It's definitely improved my physical attributes, like my strength. Having to shift guys 120 kilo plus every day, every session, it's really tough. But I know that I can handle guys my size all the time, not every now and again. A unit of behemoths prepared the UK's top heavyweight for his shot at UFC gold. When Aspinall goes toe-to-toe -to -toe with Sergei Pavlovich in New York for the interim title. Two of the scariest humans wearing four-ounce gloves are about to put it all on the line. Both of these guys have absolute, ridiculous, one-punch knockout power. Oh! That's it! No count for Tom Aspinall! The sky truly is the limit for this young guy. You're looking at a future UFC heavyweight champion. Look at that, it's over, it's done. Hand on heart, I think Sergei Pavlovich is the most dangerous guy in the UFC. Oh, good look. He's looking to absolutely knock your head up into the top row. He's on a six-fight knockout streak. The power that this man possesses, it's insane. The only difference is the last six guys we've fought are not named Tom Aspinall. Moves like a middleweight. Tom Aspinall is the real deal. Не что бой это будет война, кровавая война. He detonates that right hand. What a ferocious heavyweight we have here. Pavlovich hits like a monster. Все сводится просто. Это пояс, это моя мечта, и я готов сражаться за пояс. Мне нужен мой пояс. Oh, that's it. It's over. Wow. I need belt. Where is my belt? Heavyweight set the stage for a 205-pound title bout in the headliner between Yuri Prohaska. This man is dangerous. He can get the job done everywhere. And Alex Pereira. He flatlines the best fighters in the world. The battle for the vacant belt. It's UFC 295 in the Mecca on November 11th. No more.